guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I'm 36 and have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your very own unique journey. My hope is for us all to feel inspired to get out and fly. Since starting this podcast and talking about my journey, we have been talking a lot about some of my travels, my new experiences, experiences that I am revisiting, some new places I've been, people, art, family, food, all of the fun stuff that comes along with my journey and me trying to rediscover myself. And during some of these experiences. We've discussed some of the eye-opening experiences and realizations that I've had, some of those aha moments, some of those light bulb moments, and those are things that I have really wanted to share with you guys. And of course, my hope is that you will take something away from every single one of these podcasts that I put out. And even though we've been discussing these adventures, as you may may call them, in this journey, um, one of the things that I think doesn't really get spoken about too much is the time in between. The time in between the more exciting times. And yes, we all have these, you know, times of travel, times of self-discovery and things like that. And in addition to these times, we get sometimes caught up with the everyday life, you know, work, family, kids, friends, going out, and all of the normal day-to-day things that we have to do. And like I said, these things are things that occupy our lives every day. So between these everyday events that take up the majority of our time and the more exciting adventure, fun and exciting stuff and the interesting stories and depending on your circumstances, whether you're married or whether you're single or whatever it is that you're doing in your life, between all of those things, we maintain pretty busy lives. But again, the thing that really doesn't get spoken about too much are those moments in between those things that take up the majority of our time. So what about all that time in between when there are no adventures, when there aren't any trips planned, when there aren't any dates or dinners with friends or family and you don't have something that is occupying every minute of your day? What about that time? I believe we are all incredibly busy and sometimes it's constructive, sometimes it's not, but we all tend to be pretty busy if you ask the average person, you know, how are you doing? The response is normally, oh, busy, because we do really fill our days with all of these things. But again, what about the time in between? And for me, this was something that I kind of started to struggle with a little bit because once I became single after my long relationship ended, yeah, there was initially a time where I was going out a lot And of course, I have my moments of traveling and discovering new places and people and things and food and all of that stuff. Even though I had all of that, at the end of the day, when those things were said and done, and after spending, you know, time with friends or family, I had a lot of moments where I would go home and kind of wouldn't know what to do with myself. And that's what I'm talking about is that's the time in between that I'm that I'm referring to. And honestly, there were times where I really did not know what to do with myself. You can only watch so much TV, so much Netflix. You can only clean so much and organize. There's only a certain amount of time that you really can exercise or go for walks or cook. There comes a point in time that you have to stay still. And so what happens when 
you stay still. It's hard. It's difficult because we really don't know how to be still and be with ourselves. We are not raised to believe that quietness and stillness and not doing anything is actually constructive or even good. We are taught that being busy, being busybodies is a good thing. And being busy, there's nothing wrong with being busy. But there will come a time in life where you will have to be still and that can be incredibly difficult. So why do we have a hard time being alone and being bored? Why do we have such a hard time being without a ton of things to do and to fill our schedules? It's, it's hard to be with oneself and it's hard to be one's own company. One of the reasons I believe it's so hard to be alone is because a ton of things that we don't want to think about come up or things, emotions that we are avoiding tend to come up during these times. There's nothing else to focus on or to distract you during these moments in between all of the busyness and chaos that we're normally used to. When we think about self-reflection, we usually think about the outcome, which I think is normal. We usually don't think about a journey to something. We usually do think about the end result. And when we think about self-reflection, we think about coming out on the other side and being a better and bigger person. But when you're actually in that moment of having to self-reflect, being alone, not having anything else to do, it could kind of suck and be not so pretty. During that time alone, what happens a lot, other than not knowing what to do with yourself, because there's only so much that you can accomplish at home, at some point you do have to deal with that situation. In addition, you have to deal with boredom, and people have such a hard time dealing with boredom. I know I do. I know that I have a really, really hard time being bored, and I do tend to busy myself. I think that we all do that. But one of the reasons, of course, other than self-reflection, one of the reasons that it's so hard is because from that boredom comes that self-reflection and sadness or other uncomfortable emotions can come up. Suppressed emotions or memories can come up when there is no outside noise distracting you from your thoughts when there aren't any activities that are distracting your brain and that is something that people really avoid. People don't know how to be still with their boredom, with their thoughts, with their emotions and memories that can come up and I get it because that was incredibly hard for me. It was really hard for me to sit alone and think about me and all of my issues and all of the ways that I'm broken and all of the things that I need and needed to fix. Because prior to that, when I was in a relationship and I was in a very long-term relationship, I always made it about the other person. I always made my time and my life about the other person and helping helping them become better. And if it wasn't about that, I was distracted with work or with school or with family or with something. There was always something going on and I didn't have the time. I should say I didn't give myself the time to sit and reflect and really think about myself. And I really, I kind of actually took some pride in that. I felt good that I was helping the people that I loved and I felt good that I was being a selfless person. But now I realize that even though I was being generous with my time, I was in some ways playing a little bit of a victim, a little bit, but I was actually subconsciously avoiding 
me. I was avoiding myself. It was easier to help quote unquote fix someone else than to take a hard look at myself and fix me. And once that person was no longer in my life and with time, a lot of my family has just become so busy and all of my friends, almost all of them have gotten married and have had kids. It really freed up time in my life. I didn't have anybody else to distract me. And I'm also, even though, yes, I have this podcast, and those of you listening that know me know that I'm, I'm pretty introverted. I'm not one to go out and just make a bunch of new friends. So a lot of my friends and my family, like I said, became busy and I didn't make any new friends really. So that situation put me in a place where I forcefully had to deal with that time in between and really self-reflect. And this is a time in speaking with other people and in observing other people and also throughout my whole experience since the ending of that relationship. This time, because it's such an uncomfortable time, a lot of people end up turning to vices. Some people turn to partying and alcohol abuse drugs and for myself i didn't really i'm i'm not a i'm more of an old lady than a party animal i mean i do enjoy going out and spending time with friends but i'm i'd i'd kind of rather stay home honestly but for me one of the vices and i know this is such a common thing for a lot of people was food that was a great distraction if i was bored and i'm still guilty of it sometimes i would eat you know sit in front of the tv and eat or get on the computer and eat and another vice too that's that's really huge for a lot of people is their their phones you know social media they can't sit with their thoughts they have to have the phone in their hand scrolling through social media you know whether it be instagram facebook twitter they just have to constantly be communicating with somebody else and not not that there's anything negative with reaching out to friends and you're bored and things like that that's much better than turning to vices like drugs or alcohol or even food because none of that should be abused but nonetheless those are distractions that really keep you from that self-reflection that can actually really lead to growth so what do we do or what should we do during these times i can't give you a super duper concrete solution but i think i can offer you a few suggestions when we come back from break hey everybody this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. These quiet times between activities in our lives, family, friends, travel, work, all of the everyday hustle and bustle, those times in between that can be incredibly challenging. And like I said, for me, I did have a hard time with that and I did turn to escaping through, you know, food sometimes. Sometimes when I had nothing to do, I would just eat and fill myself with junk because I didn't know what else to do with myself. I'm also guilty of spending too much time on my phone, on social media. Sometimes it wasn't social media. Sometimes it was texting with friends or talking on the phone with friends or 
just surfing the web for things. And sometimes it was constructive, sometimes it was not. And of course, using any sort of vice isn't necessarily the greatest, but some are healthier than others. Having the vice of working out, or maybe if you are surfing the web, but learning something that's informative, something that's constructive in some way, that's great. And all of those are great things. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with those things when you're trying to fill your times in between with those things. That's all fine and great. It's good to be productive in that way. It's good to read. It's good to expand your mind that way. It's great to keep your home clean and to do things that keep you organized or things of that nature. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's great to reach out to friends and stay connected or to call family. Those things are wonderful. But we also should not use those things as a crutch or a distraction because you cannot be alone with yourself, because you cannot learn to be your own company. And a lot of people really do have a hard time with that. I I personally don't have a hard time doing things alone or going places alone. And now I don't have a hard time being alone. There was a point in time that I did have a hard time, not so much being alone, but being alone and not busy. That was what was difficult for me. And a lot of people have a hard time with, with both of those. And yes, those constructive things are great. And those can be temporary solutions during that boredom. But the actual solution to boredom, apart from busying yourself with something, is to sit in that boredom. And I know that sounds odd, but I really truly believe that that is the solution. We have to learn how to be bored and we have to learn how to sit with our thoughts and sit with our emotions and we have to learn to be alone. We need to learn how to sit in our feelings and we need to learn how to experience actually experience sitting through them, truly feeling whatever emotion comes up. And those emotions, unfortunately, are probably not going to be the best. You can have some sadness, maybe some shame. I don't know what everybody's history is or, you know, what anybody's issues are, but we need to learn how to sit and embrace all of the feelings that come flooding in, whether they're positive or negative. And unfortunately, we are not taught to embrace the negative feelings and to actually sit in them, not react, but sit in them. We are taught to embrace the positive, which that's great. And we should, we should embrace the positive emotions that come up, whether you're alone or not. Those are emotions that are great and valid, but the negative emotions are just as valid as well. And we need to learn to sit through them. We need to learn to sit through the positive, the negative, or even the neutral feelings because we do have neutral feelings. Boredom doesn't necessarily have to be a negative feeling either. It can also be very neutral. But when I say that we need to learn to sit in them, it doesn't mean staying there or even acting on them because we we know that if we act on a negative emotion, that usually will lead to a negative action. That's not what I'm saying. We should not act on those negative emotions, but we need to sit and truly feel them. And that might lead to tears. That might lead to outbursts. That might lead to something that you're probably not comfortable with. But I truly believe that when it comes to self-reflection and to self-improvement, you need to let your mind and your body work through those emotions. And that's how you get to the other side. It's like with anything, you have to get through the journey to get to your destination. And if what you want to do is get to the other side of whatever negative emotion you're feeling, you need to experience it. Because if you don't, it will probably just keep on coming up. 
sweeping it under the rug or ignoring or neglecting a certain feeling, emotion, or anything of that nature is not going to be constructive for you. And sometimes, this has also happened to me in my experiences, that sometimes these feelings will actually compel me to do something like exercise or dance or move my body in some sort of way. And I know previously I said that sometimes we can use exercise or things like that as a vice, and that is very true. But it is a very different thing when an emotion compels you to move in a certain way. That is different because you're actually, instead of using the movement to suppress an emotion, you are actually expressing your emotion through movement. And that is a very different thing and can lead to a lot of healing. And I know that it has for me. Sometimes these emotions can lead you to something like journaling or it could even move you to call a friend or call a family member. But again, that's different because if you're calling not to distract yourself, but maybe to talk about something that's bothering you, or maybe you're compelled to actually call somebody that you're having an issue with or have had an issue with and it's causing these emotions in you, this might actually lead you to call somebody that you need to have a conversation with and again, lead to some healing. And that's wonderful. When it comes to experiencing these emotions or memories, In my experience, it's really been key to respect what I'm feeling, acknowledge it, and to just feel it. And I'm not going to lie, it's hard. It's definitely not easy. It is definitely in my nature to avoid. I'm one that avoids conflict, not just with others, but even within myself. So I was always really good at distracting, really good at avoiding, and really focusing on something or somebody else. But because of the circumstances I was in, I really had to learn how to do these things. Respect, acknowledge, and feel. And another thing that's really key when it comes to this is learning to be compassionate toward yourself. How would you treat a friend or a family member going through a tough time? You wouldn't say all of these mean and horrible things and be like, you're an idiot, what's wrong with you? No, of course not. If a friend or family member came to you saying that they were having a hard time or they felt a certain way or they felt sad or lonely or depressed or whatever the emotion may be, you wouldn't tear them down or break them down. You would listen to them. You would, I'm sure, do your best to be sympathetic and understanding and give them a hug or offer them some advice or some guidance. You would be nice and we need to learn to be nice to ourselves as well because we all, I know for myself as well, I'm, I haven't always been the nicest to myself and by being nice to yourself, by being compassionate toward yourself and allowing yourself to experience all of these emotions, you actually learn to respect yourself and you learn how to listen to yourself, listen to your emotions. And once you learn to accept those sides of yourself that are maybe not so pretty and uncomfortable, and once you get to that level of some self-acceptance, that's where self-love comes in. And that is how you can then learn to handle that time in between that I keep on talking about. It's not an easy road. It's not pleasant all the time. Like I said, it can lead to ugly crying and it's not always pretty, but that's really how you get to the other side. And eventually you will learn to not just get through these moments, but you will actually learn to truly 
enjoy that time between the adventures, between the family, between work and play and all of those things, you'll not only learn to be okay with those moments, you, you will actually learn to truly enjoy them and to actually look forward to them. As much as I love traveling and trying new things and having wonderful experiences and revisiting old places or trying things again that I haven't tried in years and years, even though all of those things are great and fun and eye-opening, those moments in between have actually been just as eye-opening for me as going and experiencing other cultures. Just like experiences with new cultures or people that can be incredibly humbling, these times in between can be just as humbling. And, and also, another thing that I would love for you to think about is if you're going out and having all of these adventures and cool experiences and things like that, and even if you're not, because for whatever reason you just haven't had the opportunity yet, just even with everyday life and things that get thrown your way and keeping busy and the hustle and bustle of every day, how are you going to extract anything from those experiences if you don't have time to self-reflect? So that time in between is so important. Please learn to sit with yourself and respect yourself and be compassionate with yourself and love that time because it's so important and so crucial for growth and also healthy. It's healthy to take the time out and not just let your body rest, but let your mind and your soul rest as well. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I leave you guys, I would love to share another quote with you as I do on every single episode. And today it is a quote by the great Albert Einstein. He says, Be a loner. That gives you time to wonder, to search for the truth, have holy curiosity, make your life worth living. I hope you take this quote to heart and live your best life. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Flying Blind. I appreciate you so much. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And I hope that you will join me on the very next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. But until then, stay blessed and stay positive. Stay positive.